Today's podcast is brought to you by Concierge Elite. Concierge Elite provides dedicated remote front desk staff and virtual assistance to your office. We specialize in finding your office the perfect and right fit for your office and your office only, full or part-time. Your remote team member is just that, yours. We do all the hiring, the recruiting, and training. Yes, the training. It's one of the things that makes us unique as we train your dedicated remote team member in your systems and software. Welcome to Understaff. Today we have the pleasure of meeting with Tommy Breedlove, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today best-selling author of the book Legendary and founder of the Legendary Life Movement, a movement that empowers driven people to be pros in leadership, business, mindset, and their relationships. Tommy challenges high achievers to stop chasing the ghost of more and win and lean into the legendary leaders, spouses, and humans they were born to be. Thanks so much for joining me, Tommy. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on Understaffed. I'm uh, humbled to be here, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. I know we we did it at the top of the show and uh, did your intro, but I'd like you to tell me about yourself. Yeah, I live in the beautiful North Georgia mountains in a town called Dahlonega. We were talking offline. It is um, right at uh, very near the start of the Appalachian Trail for those of you who are hikers. And it's just a beautiful part of the world. Have a wife. Uh, we've been together since 1995. I met her when she was 19. I, I don't know what kind of poison I gave her, but we're still together, still happy and rocking. Have two dogs, love to travel, um, but I also love to lean in and help uh, ambitious, driven entrepreneurs and executives, men and women, not only be elite and successful and in business and money and in their careers and, and all of that, but also elite and quote legendary in their lives and their communication and their friendships, but most importantly in the relationships that are most important with them. So that's what I'm passionate about. And so Melissa, thank you for letting me be here and let's lean in and let's do this. Yeah. So talk to me about legendary. So we talked about that a little bit about when you talked about stop chasing ghosts of more and and the win and lean into who we're called to be. Tell me about that. So absolutely. And I, I have to give you a little background before I, I answer your question. So hold me to that in case yeah. I get caught in the time to go around here. But legendary, um, what I love about that word, it's it's aspirational. And if I said, Melissa, that Tommy Breedlove is legendary, you and you would laugh me off the stage here from uh, from Texas. So um, what I love about it is it's given to us by our network, our friends, our colleagues, and those we serve and those around us in our community. And we can either be a horrible legend or a great legend. Yeah. And so it's aspirational to me. And Legendary started as a book. Um, and I'm so grateful that it has become a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller. And by the way, if you're not a reader, I will read it to you on Audible. So there's Ooh, no not to, read, not to read the book. <laughs> Excellent. But, but let me tell you how the book came to be. Um, and I'll do this very quickly. I started um, when I was 18 years old. I come from humble, good, solid, blue collar beginnings. And at 18, at all, I had all these full rides to a university and I was going to be the first person in my family to go to and God willing graduate uh, college. Unfortunately, I grew up in and around a lot of violence and abuse inside and outside the home. And at 18, I became what I hated and I committed a violent crime. I was looking at seven years in prison. Um, luckily, I was dropped to two heavy misdemeanors, but I was, I was sentenced to two years. And instead of being at University of Georgia or the University of Miami or some other colleges, I was uh, in a cage. And really cool thing happened to me there. And I'm going to get to the chasing the ghost of more and when. Uh, I promise you I'm going to get to your question. 
A uh, cool thing happened to me there is an African-American gentleman decided to cross racial lines, which is really rare in those institutions. And yeah. he was in his 40s and I'm 18. Called me young blood. Said, young blood, you're not going to become a part of this revolving door system. And with his love, his mentorship, truly showing me what being a man was all about, because I never had really good male mentors as a, as a young tot. And with his guidance and accountability, I picked myself up, dusted myself off, uh, went to work for a nuclear waste container factory during the day, community college at night, and did end up back at the University of Georgia. And one of the things I'm proud of is I went from a cage to a company called Deloitte & Touche at the time, which is one of the largest financial and public accounting firms in the world, in three years. So here comes the ghost of when and more. So. Um, and I think all of these things are important. I just thought if I outworked everyone and became financially successful and successful in my career and had the corner office, the shiny suit, the fancy watch, the cute girl on my arm, that I would be happy. So fast forward 15 or 16 years, I had been recruited out of Deloitte to other firms, but I was my career was skyrocketing. And if you would have seen me at 36 years old, you would have said, hey, that guy's going somewhere. He looks like somebody. And I'd made junior partner, um, which at a very young age. Um, and I had all the status, all the shiny things. I was successful financially, um, had all the, the stuff. And I was wondering why I was still felt alone, why I was still angry, why I was, why I was still scared, and why, um, and why I could never be Tommy, why I was putting on the arrogant mask, which was just insecurity on steroids, the guy who outworks everybody, he who turns off the, last light, the lights last wins. Yeah. The tough guy, the important guy, the funny guy, the life of the party guy. And when the money and power didn't light me up, I turned to all of the darknesses that a lot of men and women do to make themselves feel better and whole. And it almost cost me my marriage, my career, and my life at 36. So here's the second go around. And I didn't think I got a third. And so at that point, I decided to make me my full-time job, prioritizing me. I'm talking about physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Strength, confidence, humility. Um, not cockiness, confidence, humility, and being okay with who I am and where I was going. And when all of that happened, um, the most miraculous thing started. And I was always chasing that ghost of more and when, right? When I have this and when I have more of this, I will be happy. Or when I get here or when I've accomplished this, I will be happy. And the problem with that is like swimming to the horizon. The corner always moves. Right. And we've got to not only be grateful and be present and gratitude is not a ceiling, you know, it's not contentment. It's a floor we stand on. And so for me, let me tell you the tangible results of when I stopped chasing the ghost to win or more. And when I found out who I really was, the real Tommy Breedlove, not the fake one that I was trying to show to the world and impress others, but really my money doubled. I went from junior partner to senior partner to international practice leader to elected to the board of directors at 39. Most of the people were in their sixties. My network, I got rid of all of the negative Nellies and energy sucks in my network and started surrounding myself with loving, abundant, positive people. Right. Um, I went from one of the most hated people in the firm to one of the most beloved. And um, in my marriage, went from life support uh, to, to strength. And most importantly, I found fulfillment, peace of mind, courage, confidence, and presence in my life and true joy. And that's when, when I stopped chasing the ghost of more and when it was just living a life of significance and impact. I never planned on leaving financial consulting or the public accounting where hell I was a board member and a senior right. partner and my future was set. But my network started reaching out to me. Hey man, what did you do? Give me some of that. Tell me how you did it. You're, you're, you're more humble. You're more quiet. You're more loving. You're a better leader. You're a hell of a lot more successful and you seem happy. How did you do that? And uh, they were eventually like, you need to write a book. 
and you need to teach people the tools to not only be successful in business, but successful in life, to have purpose, to have more time, to have more significance, to master their mindsets. And so we wrote the book. We stopped chasing the ghost and more when we started living a life of significance and, and surrounded myself with the best of the best. And that has led me to you today. So thank you for letting me share a little bit of my story. Yes. Thank you so much. You know, your story is impactful. I mean, and I'm sure you hear that a lot for, for many reasons, because it really tells us that, you know, the, the decisions that we make don't define us. They, no. they, they don't define us. Yes, they, they shape us into who we are today, but they don't have to define us. You didn't have That's to right. become the guy behind bars. You knew to lean in or, and you had to learn that. And, and the first time you made the mistake, and guess what? We make the mistake over and over and over again sometimes. And that's a lot of my story of becoming a leader is that I had to make a lot of mistakes and some of them multiple times before I truly invested in me. Right. Because when right. you invest in you, you can invest in other people. And we're not taught that, are we? No. We actually, and the more ambitious and driven you are, um, we put ourselves last. We put our business's career first, or we put our family and friends first, um, and us last. And actually, that's the worst thing we do. Because in order to lead others, we have to lead ourselves first. In order to get full respect from others, we have to respect ourselves first. And to get full love from others, we've got to love ourselves first. And when we prioritize ourselves and do get in the gym every day, not only the proverbial gym for our muscles and our bodies, but also the spiritual, mental, and emotional dream, uh, gym so that we become confident, courageous, happy, see the good in the world, not the bad in the world, mm -hmm. become abundant. That's when success, our habits determine our success, our habits determine what our life does. And when you have the habit of prioritizing you over everything else, watch what happens in your love life. Watch what happens in your friendships. Watch what happens in your business and success and money. It's incredible. And we're not taught that. And so one of the principles of the Legendary Life Movement in the book is we must participate in our own rescue. No one owes us anything. There's no magic pill. No one's coming to save us. We got to go out and take it, look in the mirror. That's the problem and solution. And what habits are you going to build today to be better than you were yesterday? Exactly. Now you talk about that story you just, you just said about participating in your own rescue. And I love this because it resonated with me because I too have been in similar situations, but never put the two together. So I love how you do this. Tell us the story. So let me tell you the first time I learned that, um, I was going down a very, very dangerous and difficult river called the Gali. It's in West Virginia. And I think it's one of the top 10 hardest rivers on the planet. It has five, five plus rated rapids. And that's river speak for it's really dangerous. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Really dangerous. And uh, it's so funny. I asked the river, the river rafting guide. I was like, well, what happens if you fall in the river? And I hated his first answer. His first answer was, follow the light, brother. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't <laughs> want to follow the light. Which basically means I'm dying. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, the truth is you've got to participate in your own rescue. Right. If you fall out of that boat in a world-class and, and difficult rapid, you got to turn over, put your feet up, look for the rope. If you can't get to the rope or boat, you got to swim to your rescue. And I was like, my God, that is the best wisdom for life um, because we must participate in our own rescue. There's no politician coming to save us. There's no human coming to save us. No one owes us anything, regardless of what the 24-hour news tells you. And we, there's no magic pill. There's no quick fix. We've got to build mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical strength. We have to prioritize ourselves. We have to surround ourselves with people who make us better, who are net givers, and who make us happy. 
And we must do the work every day to be a little bit better than we were yesterday. And when we do that and we participate in arm rescue, we truly become the captains of our ship. We truly become the puppeteers and not the puppets. And we've truly become the lion and not the sheep. And we really stop letting people who don't matter matter. And we really start living a life of purpose, significance, and more importantly, we begin to reconquer our time and we become in charge of our time and not our time in charge of us because we know how to say no, which is worth a thousand yeses. We know how to set boundaries and we know how to not let energy and vampires into our lives. And so it really just transforms us from A to Z. And what, one of the things I like to say about our movement is we like taking people from ignorance to awareness, to transformation, to ultimate mastery. And so that's what we like to do. So thank you for letting me share that again, Melissa. I think you and I are uh, are, are, are are soul sisters and brothers. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been de- several times down the river myself, and so hearing that next time when I go river rafting again, I'm going to profoundly listen to that a little bit differently because it is. It, we have to participate in our own rescue. You have to rescue yourself. Again, that's, that's investing right. in ourselves. You talk about mindset. You talk about boundaries. Some of those things are the things I hear that you say quite often. If our business owners out there are facing challenges right now, which I think a lot of businesses are, you know, our, our podcast is called Understaffed because it really speaks to what's the challenge that we're facing. And maybe it's not being understaffed specifically, but how do we feel when we're understaffed, right? We're, we're in a frenzy. We went through COVID. We went through all of this. And, you know, some busy, some businesses are busy frenzy and some are you know, feeling the pain of not having enough business in. How do you challenge those business leaders and those those people right now in those times? So the first challenge I would give to them, actually, let me let me say one thing first. The first thing I would say is they are not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, as business owners, entrepreneurs, or executives, they are just not alone. We all are facing challenges every single day. There is no magic pill. It doesn't matter if you're scaling your business or you're looking for sales or you're just starting out or you're seasoned. You're going to have employment issues. You're going to have economic issues. You're going to have leadership issues. Um, So know that you're not alone. And we have if you're an entrepreneur like us, we have chosen this lifestyle. Right. We have chosen this burden. We have chosen this risk. Um, we are a small but mighty team here at the Legendary Life Movement. We have 12 people in total, but I take those human lives as seriously as I take my life. And so the first thing I would say is you're not alone. The second challenge I would give you is who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you carrying that burden alone? Are you walking it alone? Are you leading yourself? Are you scared as hell to ask for help or wisdom? Do you have a coach? I am in the you know, helping people be legendary and elite in all phases of their business and lives. I have two coaches. I run masterminds. I am in a mastermind. So who are you surrounding yourself with? What other business leaders? Because you can't build and live a legendary business and life alone. You have to surround your people with the people going in the same direction as you. So my first challenge is, are you walking alone and carrying the burden alone? Or are you authentic and ask for help and seeking wisdom and guidance from a coach, from an independent mastermind, and most importantly, from your community? The the next challenge I would give you is the number one failure in leadership and business is self-awareness. If that's 100% knowing thyself and where do you suck and where are you Mm -hmm, mm world-class? What are you doing about it? And are you staying in your zone of brilliance and really, really, really challenging yourself to focus on the three things per day that you are really good at or you get distracted with everything else? 
Are you afraid to invest in people? Are you afraid to invest in business who are better than you, who want to help you and who believe in your cause? So those are the challenge I would give you. And by the way, knowing that the number one failure is self-awareness, are you going to look in the mirror? What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Or are you just going to do the same thing you did yesterday, which by the way is what 95% of the people right. do. Or are you going to start leading yourself, investing in yourself and doing the damn work to be a better leader and to be an entrepreneur? Or are you just going to keep doing what you've always done, which is the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. And if you're not growing, you're dying. If you're not leaning in to be a better leader, if you're not asking your people for help, if you're not surrounding yourself with better people and you're not doing the hard work to be a better human and leader, your habits will dictate your results and your habits will tell me that you are going to fail. But if you don't do all that and when people are zigging and you're zagging and you lean in, you get help, you surround yourself with great people, you're constantly growing, you're constantly sharpening your pencil, you will be elite and world-class and badass and ultimately you will be successful. Sorry to be so hard, but that's no, the truth. It's exactly what we have been talking about. If, if you've been listening on this series on understaffing, it's exactly what we've been talking about because people don't do it for fear. It's fear. They're fear, fear-based in themselves because, you know, they don't want to take that good look in the mirror. I they don't completely agree. And they're not alone. We're all fear. When they're not alone in their fear. No. No, we're all fearful. Yeah. We're all fearful. 24-hour news networks. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the news networks. Look at your social media. And we're always comparing ourselves to others, which is all fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to be, that's being a puppet, not a puppeteer, right? And so ultimately, again, I mean, we've been beating this drum, but leadership is all about asking for help. And the number one investment you can make, by the way, as a leader, an entrepreneur, an executive, the number one investment, there's only one, is in yourself, in your knowledge, in your mindset, in um, in your expertise. And expertise is just about doing the reps and becoming elite in what you do. But are you investing in your mindset? Are you investing in coaching? Are you surrounding yourself with people who will tell you you suck when you suck and who will lift you up? Right. And so the number one investment you can make in yourself, I'm talking about your mind, your growth, your opportunity, your heart, your spirit, and your physical body. The number two you investment you can make as a leader is in your people. Mm-hmm. Surrounding yourself with the elite A player talent. And let me tell you who those people are. Those are people who want to be around other A players. Those are people who want opportunity. Those are people who want challenge. Those are people who want you to care about them as people. And the last thing those people care about is money because they believe in who you are, where you're going and who's coming with you. So the number two investment you can make is in your people. And so look in the mirror and how are you growing or how are you dying? How are you asking for help and surrounding yourself with people and getting great people around you? Or are are you letting the financial and budget tail wag the business dog? And so that's what I would say. Amazing. What nuggets of gold in this <clears throat> short podcast? I wish I had like, <laughs> more time with you right now. Yeah, I know we're going to have to because this is amazing. And it, I, I'm very, very excited to have my listeners listen to these nuggets of gold. How do people get in touch with you? Um, I know you said you got several books, but w- where do they go find this? Okay, so Legendary, um, which is a book all, all about self-leadership and really becoming elite world-class not only in business success but life again if you're not a reader i will read it to you it is in audio form i hope my southern accent doesn't bother you (laughs) but you can get it a paperback electronic softback at all your favorite bookstores and or the airports but if what we do if you're interested in finding a tribe 
in joining the legendary life leadership movement where we want you to be elite in business and in life and successful in both ways. If you want to surround yourself with men and women like us, the thing I would tell you to do right now is email me directly. Tommy at TommyBreedLove.com. Tommy at TommyBreedLove.com. Join us at a retreat. Join our community. Join us at one of our experiences. Join us in our mastermind. But we want to be the family that you choose to do business in life with. So email me at Tommy at TommyBreedLove.com. I'm no guru. I'm no sage in the stage. I do not have it all figured out. I have to walk this stuff every day. I have to have people kick me in the face every day, but also lift me up and love me. So I'm right there with you. I'm struggling in this entrepreneurial world. Every now and then I get the efforts. Every now and then I get the worries and insecurities. Every now and then I don't know what to do, but I have a community and support and a team around me to help me. And I want to, I want us to be that person for you. So email me at Tommy at TommyBreedLove.com. But most importantly, go check out the book. Go read the book. Go listen to the book. It's fun. It's actionable. It's actually tactical. But it's a whole lot of fun. It's short. And I think you'll love it. So thank you for letting me share that, Melissa. Thank you so much. We appreciate you being here. You're very welcome. Make sure to subscribe and like our podcast if you'd like more information on today's topic or any other product or service featured on this. Make sure to drop us a line and say hi or visit anytime at conciergeelite.com.